Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Happy New Year. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Ben Holderness. And you have stumbled upon or elected to click on... The Holderness Family Podcast. Thanks for being here, guys. Yeah. Uh, we really appreciate it. We are a uh, husband and wife. We make some goofy videos on the internet, but we also do this podcast. This podcast is our favoritist of the things. It is. It is. We learn all kinds of things, like whether or not favoritist is a word. I mean, we're going to investigate uh, that in uh, the new year, and I'll report back. Right, exactly. It is. It is. It, it's an okay word. And we're dropping this. I like the word dropping. We're dropping <laughs> this on uh, New Year's Eve, and it's our first full calendar year that we have done this, which gives us our the opportunity to do our first ever best of compilation i mean i love a compilation i love a new year there are so many things i love about today's podcast right and i am curious because we did not put this together we had our producer slash dj extraordinaire max trujillo send us some clips with an explainer so that we can react naturally to them I'm sure you're going to love this, right? I, I like to know what's happening. I'm a little She's, type A, so right. I'm really uncomfortable with what is happening right I'm now. I'm expecting a couple of moments where Kim goes, hang on, I don't know if we should use this. And like, we're I just going to keep all that in there, just to, so you guys can see the process of how the dynamic works when we uh, put audio out there. Okay. <laughs> you don't uh, like, like this. Like you this part like, right here. This yeah. part right here, I think we should cut out. You did like the compilation until right now. I did. Is that correct? Okay, okay so basically, he gives me these little uh, just headlines. And so I'm just going to read the headlines, mm-hmm. right? And then we're just going to play them, and we're going to be surprised. So this is called 2019 Has Been a Butthole. <laughs> okay? Here okay. we go. If you've been following our podcast, 2019 has been a butthole. <laughs> For us, and so uh, we need some. We need escapes. We do. We need escapes. We we got some personal things happening. The maids. Twenty nineteen can suck it. Yeah, (laughs) I've heard that before, and I agree. No, but I'm gonna say I do. You know, here's my guilty pleasure. I'm gonna admit to you right now. Okay, okay. So everybody knows I love Doctor Pimple Popper. Wait, is there more? Yes, I have found. I've gone deeper than Dr. Pimple Popper. She's gone Popper. dark web? I've, Wait, you haven't told me about this. I Okay, so Dr. Pimple Popper was like my entry. It was right. like my gateway we're into, getting into the weird, heroin. In, yeah, we're into getting... the weird Instagram world. Right. Okay, You're so. chasing the dragon now. <laughs> You're using drug words, and I never really did them, so I'm sorry. It was, a, it was a Beverly Hills episode oh. with Luke Perry. Okay. Probably uh, liquor. Okay, also, can I admit something? What? I've never once seen an episode of Beverly Hills 90210. Shut up. I know. I've never seen in an, in an episode. There was real rage there when I heard that you'd never watched the BH nine hundred two one zero. Are we even going to get to like the part where I revealed what I'm? I'm like really curious about what I'm about to reveal. It, I, I know what it is. It's the I think I the believe, blackhead removal, right? Well, no, I I found an Instagram account that has um you tweeze ingrown hairs. Oh God, is what I found. Yeah, uh, and that's grossing people out. I have found an Instagram account where this lady tweezes ingrown hairs. And I just watch it on repeat. And then from there, it was suggested on Instagram and the algorithm. 
that there's a doctor who pulls earwax out of people's ears. And I watch that now. What <laughs> is happening to you? Uh, can I show it right to you? Right now. Right now? Okay. So that's interesting. Yeah, we had some 2019 kind of beat us up a little bit on the personal level in terms of um, some things that happened within our home and within uh, like family health issues, extended family. So yeah, 2019, you can see your way out. Yeah, I know. Honestly, it's gotten better as the year's gone on. Yeah. But that was just to give us some perspective. That was the beginning of the year. And we were dealing with a dog that we had to rehome. And we were dealing with the parents that we had to rehome. We had to rehome we people. We had to rehome a lot of... That weren't in safe environments. Like, seriously, that's that was 2019. Was us trying, like, having to be adults in ways that we have never been adults before. And none of it was fun. Okay. And I don't know why we chose that as a funny clip. Let's move on. Well, see, I don't think it's all, it, all funny. I do think the fact that you've never watched Beverly Hills 90210 is shocking. I know. Um, well, I um, had homework to do, honey. This next one is simply titled Ageism. We're either, we're either doing this right or we're getting even more ageist by talking about ageism. I don't mean to be making light of this. I just didn't know it was a thing. We're shining a light, honey. Okay. Shining a bright light. <laughs> so this is how I take criticism. <laughs> I get really worried because I want people to like me. Everyone. I want everyone to like me. Well, that's a problem. <laughs> it, well, isn't. It, isn't, it isn't. It isn't a problem. You know, like I'm openly doing the work and asking if I am ageist, I, wouldn't, I need to go to some kind of tolerance seminar. <laughs> About it, and I'm, and we're laughing about it. But there's, there, this may be a serious thing that I'm doing. Like in ten years, they, this may, this opinion may be just as strong as being a sexist or being a racist. But right yeah. now, it's not. Yeah, and, and and by the way, sexist, racist are not like we don't tolerate that no. at all. Um, we 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 love everybody, no matter who you love and where you love. And I try really hard. And now, to, but I do I need to be trying harder on ageism. I think so. This is going to wreck right, my so That was a lot of doubt, that soundbite. And this, right now, my, my wife is looking at me like, I don't want this in the show. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> Coming come up to the microphone. Okay. Uh, Max is just picking moments, seminal moments, if you will, of mm -hmm. the year. And that was one where, uh, and, and we can talk about this, we get so many great um, comments, we get so much great feedback, mm -hmm. including this woman who wrote us who was like, I love your show, I think you might be a little bit ageist. And we were, um, we didn't know what it meant. We were like, well, we were I, like what, I, what are yeah, we doing? Yeah. yeah. I think you had made a comment about getting old and not, uh, maybe not being a value or something like that. We couldn't even dig back to the particular comment you had made. But I was making fun of myself. Right, 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 right. So but, I'm ages to myself. Right. But we also need to project. It's our duty to project like, as we get older that it's not that life ends. Right. Yeah. Okay. I just thought, I mean, that was interesting. Max, good job. Here's the, the next one is called Dr. Phil. So I, I do think, if I may put my Dr. Phil suit on. Please, but you have to you, talk like Dr. Phil. You are about to enter a season of parenthood that you're not used to, all right? The feelings <laughs> that you're used to her having are lovey-dovey, you know, sweet little feelings. She's becoming a woman now. And she's going to have different feelings, which means you're going to have to have different feelings. <laughs> this is so weird. So, so my wife now, we're on the third clip. My wife wants to scrap this podcast. 
What's what's happening to you? I'm enjoying this. I know. I'm, I'm happy. You do an amazing Dr. Phil impersonation. Thank you. Yeah. Do you know what that was about? That was about my daughter growing up, I think. Right. Okay. We, and we talked about that quite a bit this year. Like this yeah. is, and I've had some good advice, good advice from you, good advice from counselors. The best advice that I've heard about my daughter, who, by the way, if you want to get caught up, she's 12, she's turning 13, she's four inches taller than Kim. She is becoming a young woman. Um, and with that comes sometimes like the end of the snuggly, lovey-dovey, lovey-dovey daddy-daughter days and the beginning of, um, I need a little bit of space from you. You are a, a male. I don't understand males. It has days. been a fascinating year um, in terms of there. I, th- I feel like when you have toddlers or you have infants and toddlers, you can see within like months, you can see the big changes. Whereas with teenagers, it's slower. But yeah. this was this year went fast in terms of if you look at a picture of Lola, she grew in, inches this year. She got braces, so like the, her face changed, and she is becoming a young woman. And she's beautiful, and she's kind, and she's lovely. But like things changed this year, and and it it was fast. It, this year there was like a lot of development, whereas. I think in years past, it's like a little slower and it's like harder to measure. This was a this was a big year yeah. for her. And yeah. I did need I need I needed advice. I didn't know where to go with it. Uh, Doctor Phil gave his advice. Yeah. Um, also, I think a very sweet piece of advice that I've had a lot of people say is she'll come back to you. I keep mm-hmm. hearing that. I don't know if that was a untangled quote or what it was. We we kind of dove into. Or what that book did for you and how that book helped you. Yeah. that's And again, I'll recommend it a thousand times for anybody raising a teenage girl. It's an amazing book. Um, not sponsored. Just love it. You should no. go read it. Untangled. Okay. So that was talking a little bit about my daughter. We have something called Freestyling with Jake and Paige. Uh, Jake and Paige are like our one of our best couple friends. And we had them on the podcast just talking about how to make friends as grownups. Yeah. So I think I remember this because I, I laugh so hard when it, they're here. Yeah. If I had to guess, this rap had nothing to do with any lessons or conversations that we had. So it's going to feel like a bit of a non sequitur. But we don't care because we, uh, we like them. So stand by. I'm pulling it up right now. It's really hard to freestyle rap when the things come into your head and your your partner's not really using the kick bass properly, so you don't know where the beat goes and stops and goes and stops and goes and stops. <laughs> I'm just trying to shake it up a little bit. I'm the impression you can make up songs on the fly. I mean, I'm not doing a cipher over here. It's a little bit harder. What's a cipher? Um, okay, so where can they find Yes. What's a cipher? What's a cipher? So that whole podcast is about making friends as adults because I do admit I am terrible at making new friends, I have to say. You're great at it. I I, I, I just don't know if you want to do it. No, no, that's that's the whole thing. If if I call you friend, you're in for life. I will hound you down. I will text you. I will care about you. I will bring you a casserole. I I will love you forever. Um, but, but I go, I go real deep with my friends. I don't go like, I don't do the surface like, Hey, how you doing? I mean, I do that obviously, but I don't do like acquaintance as well. I do like, we are going to be best friends or we're going to be nothing. And that's an issue because I think you, I probably need more like, just, you do such a good job like of, you now have like a new hobby of playing tennis and you have all these tennis friends. I, you probably couldn't tell me about their life or what they do for a living or the names of their kids. Right. But we're, you call them friends. Awful at that. No, but you're like, oh, we're friends. And I 
probably need to, but if I, if I'm going to engage with somebody, I want to know everything. And I went, so I need to be the, the so that podcast was all about yeah. making friends as grownups. Meanwhile, I'll spend like an entire week with a bunch of my buddies on a ski trip. And then you'll come back and be like, how's oh everyone gosh. doing? Like, what do they tell do? Me, f- yeah. Tell me like, what are their jobs? Like, what like, does Ted do for a living? I don't know. Don't know. He's one of my closest friends. I don't know what he and does you for call, a living. But that's what I'm saying. You call him closest friends, but how could he be your closest friend? Because we talk about other stuff. I know, but what do you, you, you don't know, like, the, do you know the names of his kids? I do. Okay, never mind. Um, but but I could ask you don't you your true best friends from college, you don't really know what they do for well, a living. They they don't know what they do. It's like consulting what, what, what does that but, even mean? It doesn't mean anything. Okay. <laughs> let's move on to what uh what <laughs> to what Max called his favorite part of the year. Kim didn't love this. I kind of did. Oh, it gosh. was we were talking about how to listen properly. Ugh. And so I asked Dan Sip, who we were speaking with, to um, say something. And I wasn't paying attention to anything he was saying. I was thinking about what to say yet, like next. That's what I always do. And so we kind of we relived it where he talked and I showed him what I was thinking about while he was talking. What I should have done is just shut up and listen to the guy because I might learn more things. <laughs> like I got to the end of that and I was like, oh, he keeps talking. But... <laughs> But here's, so here's a practice. Say that same thing that you just did and just keep going. And so, I'm going to do the inner monologue of my head. So we're going to be talking so, at the same time. So, okay. So do you want me to ask him the question again? Yeah. And, and then, then you talk and I'm going to talk over okay. you. Right. Okay. And so sure. everyone's going to hear what's oh, going on wow. in my head. And then he's going to uh, sure. fix me. Poor Karen okay? listening so to this good. has now well, run Karen off the road. Karen is already furious that I'm talking about shock collars and okay. dogs. So like, see, that's her big issue. So let's talk about not hijacking a conversation and another person. And so how, how it relates in your marriage. Tell us, Dan. Yeah, I mean, I think this is uh, that I practice so a lot I have, of these I have an idea about the marriage in too. my relationship with my wife because that's where I mean, like uh, right now, I just I came up like with this idea, but I can't and say I really anything. Want them to be better, and it's kind of like you know what so it is. I, I have the best metaphor. It's like a dog with a shock say, collar, I really but I can't say anything so about it. Wait, what is he even talking about right now? I got this idea about a shock collar. I want to say the shock collar too. Is he done? No, he's not done. I've got like I've got okay. I'm going to forget about the. He's talking about his wife. I'm not sure that. why. She wants okay, to tell here we go. about Shock her Collar. bad day. Three and then two. When no, he's still talking. Okay. He's talking about his bad day. <laughs> anyway, so that's and that's scene. Scene. I don't know how long you wanted me to go. No, that was, okay, was that Dan, useful? Dan, okay. well done by the way. That was very good. So by the way, I got so much out of what he said the first time that that had caused my armpits to sweat. But um, I got a lot out of that. Did you hear anything about what he said about not hygiene? Bless you, Kim, for going through that again. Um, yes, it definitely made my armpit sweat. But I will say one of the biggest fights we got into this year was about uh there were there was a, there was a situation where we were at dinner with a family and you what you're so gifted at so many things, you're so talented. I'm doing the thing, but you you are working on your listening. And being an active listener, and I can tell because you're just so excited to contribute, <laughs> you you kind of tune out what they're saying because you're listening, and then yeah. So so one of our biggest fights of the year was how I'm working so hard, or did you just decide well, not to talk about the fight? Well, well, no, the fight was about how you like interrupted. Of course, people no, that's why we brought Dan on. Like I have an yeah. interrupting problem because I get really excited, and that is really what goes on in my head. You I just know. heard it. And I've just got to learn to like the shock collar needs to be uh, 
uh, on me <laughs> just to like shut up, like finish, let them finish their thought and then say something, which was the metaphor I was trying to use while I was listening to him, but I didn't hear the rest of what he said. Well, there's such value in listening and not just sitting there waiting for the next thing you're going to say. Yeah. And I think that that's an issue that a lot of people have. Instead of listening, they're formulating the idea of what needs to come out of their face next when sometimes you can just listen and you can ask another question, you can understand more. It, it is definitely a weakness of mine. It's something that I want to get better at. Uh, and part of this podcast is us trying to get better. So I'm trying to get better at yes. listening. Something that Kim uh, had admitted over the year that she wanted to try to get better at was her, she even herself proclaimed addiction to social media and particularly to Instagram. Let's hear what this clip is right here. So Kim says will Instagram. be on her phone and looking at her phone and she'll start a sentence mm -hmm. and it'll go like this. You know, I think it's really important that we, <laughs> or, hey, honey, you got to remember to pick up the, it's not that bad. Can... It probably happens three times I get times very a distracted. Day. Yeah. There was someone on the phone there. Do you remember I who it was? I don't remember was who that, that was. I feel like that was maybe Mindy. Um, Let's just throw it out there. Uh, yeah, Mindy McKnight wrote an amazing book about just how to navigate the you know online life with with kids, and that was really cool. Um, maybe it was Mindy. I did do an Instagram Facebook fast yeah. I t for thirty days. I took them off of my phone just to get the brain space back, and it really did reset. Not they're back on my phone now, but it did reset how I how I you know dealt with life because I was the, the, the moment life was getting uncomfortable or I was stuck on a script or I was not wanting to deal with something, I would go to Instagram and just start, you know, thumbing through stuff and mindlessly. Yeah. And I did instead, I uploaded um, an app called Lumosity and it has all these little brain games. And so I would do those instead. So I felt like I was getting smarter. So uh, yeah, that helped. Okay, moving on. And I think, honestly, we could play the entire podcast for this and say this was part of our best of the year. But we had a great conversation with Cindy Eckert, who lives here in town. Good friend I of Kim's. love her. And she has developed a drug. They call it the female Viagra. But really, it's more about uh, being able to heighten a woman's desire, desire level. And so we had to talk about this in a family-friendly podcast. And we used this to get around. So <laughs> instead of saying, have sex, we're going to say... Get ice cream. <laughs> oh my God. Okay? We're talking about ice cream today. So, oh my God. Cindy... I'm, I'm already is, so uncomfortable. Cindy is kind of an expert on ice cream. Oh, women are um, getting ice cream. Hey, can I read her bio? Particularly... A woman's desire to have ice, ice cream. cream. Yes. yes. Mm. Okay. Ice Welcome. cream. You scream. I, yeah. We all scream for ice See, cream. See, this Ken is going to work really well. I know that's right. This He's on to something really here. Well. Okay, so I had built a company with one of the drugs for men who want ice cream. Yes. <laughs> there were 26 of those drugs. There's 26 drugs for men with sexual dysfunction. So 26 let's not use drugs. that term. Let's, here's, here's what happens to men. There's scoops. Sometimes, <laughs> you know, there's different types of ice cream scoops. And so, so there's scoop sometimes. Sometimes it gets melts. a little flimsy. You know those like plastic ones that yeah. don't they don't actually like cut through the ice cream. That's, that's one and version. And so there's for a lot sure. of drugs to help yes. with that ice cream scoop. Yes. Maybe they're and, from 
soft you know serve. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like, so, the, what do you right. do when you put it in and it hardens right the on there? Shell. Yeah, right. It's so, a magic shell. shell. Thank just, you. Just, just, just for safety, kids, if you're listening, when that scoop doesn't work through the ice cream, we call that an eating delay. And for short, for short, we're going to call that ED. Good. So we're safely going into ED. Sorry. So go ahead. This will help. Yeah. Like, 60 minutes of really good content from Cindy, four to five minutes of just ridiculous code names from Penn. Sorry that. About was that. very impactful for our audience to hear that sexual dysfunction in women and the lack of desire, it's a medical condition that Cindy has studied and this drug has been developed for and it's called Addy and um, you can go back and listen to that episode and the title is I Scream, You Scream, or no, let's talk about Ice cream. ice cream. Yeah, it was. I, let's talk about ice cream. And um, it was really, um, it was a great, great discussion within the community because women, as we age and as we, things happen in our bodies, yeah, the desire can uh, be affected. So the, I was, that was really cool that we could talk to our audience about that. The comments section was great too, especially in our podcast group from that one in particular, because right. it wasn't just people saying, uh, here's, here's what I think is wrong. Right. Uh, but also... I'd never thought of it this way before. I think that was the it, biggest part. We had a lot of emails from men who said, yeah. thank you. Because what we did was we asked Cindy to say, like, give us a script. If, if, if a loving – and you're in a loving relationship, if you're you know, the, the male partner in a loving relationship and you think this might be your wife, like how do you come to her with this information without being accusatory of like, I think you have a problem. Like, and she gave us some words to say, which is, Hey, I love you so much. I, you know, would you be interested in, you know, should we ask your doctor about this? Should we, and like coming at it with like a very gentle, loving way. And a, a lot of male partners did, and they had really great connections and conversations that they'd never had before. And it was, so it was really that I think that's the best of what this podcast does, which is we are all learning. We are all passengers on this flight. We do not always get it right. But when we can help a relationship have a better connection, like that's when I get all goosebumpy. I, I love know. it. And that was great. All right. So we're moving on to uh, speaking of relationships and getting better. For some reason, this is titled Kim's Three Boyfriends as Told by Her Mother. Your favorite one was this guy named Alex. Uh, yeah, we've talked about Alex. She starts blushing when we hear about Alex. <laughs> He's Alex, so Alex is the one that, that sounds to me like um, was me. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by IQ Bar. Pen, you know I'm always looking for a snack that's both nutritious and tasty. Both a little snacky, yes. <laughs> uh, but of course, the healthy stuff tastes like sand, and the stuff that tastes good isn't healthy, right? Not IQ Bar. Their plant protein bars are a quick, low-carb option that I love to grab for my midday slump. 
So start each day right with IQ Bar's brain and body boosting bars, hydration mixes, and mushroom coffees. Their ultimate sampler pack includes all three. Get seven IQ Bar flavors, four IQ Mix flavors, and four IQ Joe flavors. And today, our listeners get an exclusive offer for 20% off plus free shipping. Just text Holderness to 64000, which is 64000. All IQ Bar products are entirely free from gluten, dairy, soy, GMOs, and artificial sweeteners. Plus, they're packed with high-quality ingredients to keep you physically and mentally fit. And they have a bunch of delicious flavors like chocolate sea salt, which is my favorite, peanut butter chip, and wild blueberry. Don't forget over 10,000 five-star reviews and counting. Refuel smarter with IQ Bar's Ultimate Sampler Pack. That's seven IQ Bars, four IQ Mix sticks, and four IQ Joe sticks. And now our special podcast listeners get 20% off all IQ Bar products plus free shipping. To get your 20% off, just text HOLDERNESS to 64000. Get your discount. Text HOLDERNESS to 64000. That's HOLDERNESS to 64000. Message and data rates may apply. See terms for details. Was he your favorite? Like, do you have, do you have, no, Kim's shaking her head. Alec, but Alex was like the baseball star who was like the good looking baseball star who was really nice to you. He was super nice to to all of us as a family. He just immediately just kind of blended in with the family, not in a weird way, in a really very nice way. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't he used to like buy you stuff? He did. Remember, I think we talked about the time one time on one of your videos when he actually for Christmas bought me Billy Joel tickets. Oh, my gosh. He sounds like a makeout in the Roses parking lot kind of guy. Oh, I think maybe that was your first makeout boyfriend. Oh, my gosh. That's embarrassing. Is that when you got mono? Oh, (laughs) mom. Oh, my There's mother. more. The other one I'm super curious about is the head drummer for Cinderella. Oh, yeah. Freddie somebody or yeah, other. And, and, like, I, Again, you had no one can hear you, Kim. We're going to keep moving here. With, yeah, with, I was. I was. So did I, she at least tell you, like, Mom, I'm dating a heavy metal guy? She told or, me a lot about that. Oh, one. good. Yeah. Tell me all about well, it. I, I don't, don't know how much she would be comfortable with. She is still my daughter. <sighs> good old. So, yeah, that was we had Peggy uh, in the uh, in the booth with us. And for know, Mother's Day yeah. and my mother. And it was again, the comments were great on that. Because my mother, you know, she is, she gives the best advice and she's, so, she's the least judgmental person ever. And I strive because of that as a daughter, as, especially as an adult, I think our relationship got closer because I could come to her with a lot of boy drama or work drama. And if things, I made mistakes and she, you know, things, you know, if I did something wrong, I could can kind of confess to her like, hey, I, I screwed up. What do I do? And she would, in a very non-judgmental way, kind of walk me through it. Um, so the advice she gave in that podcast about like early motherhood and being a mom, I really – it was impactful for a lot of people, which is really cool. And then you asked her about my ex-boyfriend. So that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, and- isn't that like when you have that resource there? I know. And you know that you already won the contest? <laughs> That's how I feel about this. Like, I won the contest. I got Kim. So I want to hear. But here's the thing. I want to hear about these things so I can see, like, oh, here's how she picked me. But you have some, like, really impressive ex That is not true. That guy bought your mom Billy Joel tickets. Are you kidding me? He did that when he was, like, in high school. Right. Like, at his after-school job, saved that money. That's more impressive than being... 
It's the, a duper. It's yeah. A, no, but I have like some super senator. loser. I have super. Oh, yeah. I, I well, we didn't some, talk about those. Yeah, super losers. But the one who got your mom Billy Joel tickets, and I, I met him. His, I met Alex, and it's a hard. I can't guy believe not we're like, like devoting this much time to an guy. Well, I mean, friend. he bought you Billy Joel tickets. Yeah. Okay, moving Speaking on. Speaking of Billy Joel, um, this is also part of Mother's Day, and Max put this in here. There are thousands of pictures of when they were small. But she's the one missing cause she took them all But when you do see her, she's super pretty Even covered in drool, she is always a woman to me Oh, I know, I'm gonna start crying again So did Alex write you a song about Billy Joel? Pen, you it just uploaded, happened to be here. No, Ready? you uploaded a video. Like you, normally, I'm the person that does the uploads or something. You know, um, you uploaded that and didn't tell me it was happening. And you just opened the computer and hit play on Mother's Day, and I just sat there and wept like a baby. Yeah. Well, you're you. a good, you're a good mom, and uh, you you photograph really well. So uh, <laughs> those those two things really worked out. It's so funny. Like we're going down this, and we don't have to talk too much about that one. Although the song is called "She's Always a Woman." If you want to look at it on YouTube, and I don't normally tell people to go watch our videos, but if you want to get a sense of how good of a mom Kim is, please watch that over and over again. Um, so th that was part of our kind of Mother's Day arc. We tend to gravitate toward holidays with our videos and our comments. Part of it was talking to your mom. Part of it was talking uh, or was, was playing the Billy Joel song. Another part was just randomly right around Mother's Day, Max, our producer, me, you, and Christopher Edmonston got into a conversation about BRF, which should not be part of a Mother's right. Day conversation. BRF is an affliction that some women have that when they are looking normal, it appears that they look angry or upset. Yeah, this is just my face, guys. Yeah, sorry. But this wasn't about you. This was about Felicia. Uh, oh. Felicia is Max's wife. And let's, let's relive this moment, shall we? Like every day. <laughs> and I said in front of our children, I was like, why are you upset? And she just goes, huh, what? I said, you look angry. And she goes... No, I'm fine. And then she gave a fake smile, like, mm-hmm. Where you just had not had coffee so, yet? No. To which what I said, do you is... still have resting? And I then have, I left I... it there. Oh, not good. Max. I, this is exactly what I said. He did. I you know. have grave every single day. So I think a lot. And sometimes I'll be thinking about my day or emails I need to send or phone calls or whatever. So I'm making the kids lunch and I'm thinking about this conversation and this call. And so when I'm thinking, I tend to make facial expressions because my kids will always say like, mom, why are you making those faces? But I didn't realize I was making whatever facial expression I was making. And I turn around. He's like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, huh? <laughs> like, I'm literally opening up the fridge. And he's like, what is wrong with you? So what yeah. should he have said, Christopher? Well, before I do that, my best quote ever in Holderness Family Podcast and all my experience was when she came in, he digs his own grave every day. <laughs> That's the first thing she said. Yes. So when you say what's wrong with you or... Why do you, what is, what is, why, you're saying? Acting so messed up why you have to act so messed up toward me? What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? The other person is automatically going to be defensive. That is never going to get you what you need in that conversation. Something else, which is, you look pretty angry right now, right? Can I help? Fail. Simple. That wouldn't work. Well, <laughs> I think or, it's better. Or you look like you have a lot on your mind. You look like, can yeah. I help you? You have a lot on your mind. Can that, I help that you? That seems reasonable. Are you okay? Yeah. 
Did you rest well? I mean, anything that can be an entree or there, what is wrong with you? The other you person's going to be you know, defensive. No, that probably is not going to work. That's yeah. probably not. No, that's, that's probably not, not going to ever work. Okay, so yeah. Max, have we learned something? <laughs> Max? Yes. Okay. I'll get better. Thank you, Felicia. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yes. Isn't it Mary? nice just having her right next door wow. to deflect from yeah. me and Kim's problems? Yeah. It's really nice. <laughs> It's it's funny because that actually was our biggest fight of the year. It was a similar conversation uh-huh. and, and it, and like as, two weeks ago. As yeah. we were listening, um, I realized that that was the case, and I looked at Kim. I was looking down at the editor because I'm kind of pulling up the clips, and Kim was, you know, that look that your wife gives you, like, mm-hmm. and I was getting that look, uh, and it was great advice from Christopher. And I'll admit, I don't like. I hear him on the podcast sometimes. When you're in the trenches, you don't follow the advice as well as you should, and I did not follow the advice as well as I should. But you you seemed like there was something really wrong, and I said it the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, and it, at the wrong way, at the wrong we want, we don't need to relive it because it, it seems like you want to relive it, and that's fine. Well, it, this the <laughs> comedy of it. The comedy of this was we were at our son's uh, Christmas pageant and with a beautiful evening. But right after that, we had tickets to go see Snoop Dogg, so we had like a little bit of Jesus and then like a little bit of Snoop Dogg later, to the point where like we went and then. Came back and then to went continue back our fight. To <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, wait, you wait, tried wait. to pull the ripcord and I didn't let you. And then you had to try to deflect and go outside the airport. You got to stay in the airport. So we had all these Christopher catchphrases we were throwing. We, at we each other. disobeyed. Like Kim, you pulled the ripcord when you shouldn't have. I said basically verbatim what Max said, um, but maybe even in a, in a less respectful way. And uh, and so it just it just elevated into a shouting match uh, in front of the Snoop Dogg concert. And then we got in the car and we continued fighting in the car. We got home. We fought at home. And then finally, I think I said said it the right way. Yes. And I was like, exactly. Yes, that is that is what I needed to hear. And we got through it because I said, tell me, tell me what you really want. And well, you asked me how I feel. And there were a lot of there's a lot of feelings underneath it. And um, I think the bottom line is uh, don't ever say what is wrong with you to anybody. What's wrong with you? Especially in the way that Max said it. So uh, everybody learns, everybody happy. Um, (laughs) All right. So Max Max has put one of the Pen Commandments episodes in here. I give you the right to tell me to stop playing it at any point because it looks like it's five minutes long. So let's just do this. All right. So here we go. These are the Pen Commandments for Thanksgiving. Let's get the music. Okay. Yes, yes. I will now read them in no particular order in this voice. On Thanksgiving, thou shalt wake up and be helpful. Thou shalt ask thy wife exactly what she needeth, and thou shalt do it. I get also maybe the dude's in charge of Thanksgiving and the wife needs to ask the husband. We're just saying. Or yes. we're, or we're like a same-sex partnership. Yep. You should ask Again. your partner. Yes. And, yes. I okay. know that. <laughs> it's a great I love disclaimer. disclaimer. This is like if Moses had a wife disclaimer. standing next Moses to him. to put up with this crap. Can you imagine there was like the one law? You're like, you know, Moses, this isn't for everybody. This is... <laughs> I actually titled this the Pen Commandments for the non-alpha. Okay. Okay. For the yeah, I like that. Okay. For the person. I'm so glad you like it. Okay. These are commandments. Okay. Silence, subject. (laughs) I know she's gonna keep talking. It's good when you keep talking. 
Oh, okay, thanks, baby. Thou shalt not ask to change the channel when she putteth on the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh, yes. If I'm up at three in the morning brining a turkey, I want the parade in the background and the option to walk over and see a float or two. You change it to football, I want to stab somebody. All right, we're fading out. We're fading out because my wife is looking at her phone. Honey, I'm doing work emails. I know, but I, I, it's clearly not uh, that interesting to you. So those were the pen commandments. We had a little fun. We've been doing the pen commandments every once in a while uh, on this show as a way for me to uh, creatively tell people what I really want in life. And mature people ask for what they want. And that was about Thanksgiving. And I think we've gotten good at Thanksgiving for the most part, right? Yeah, nailing it. Um, We've done other pen commandments as well. Are, are you ready to move on to the next topic? I guess. That's uh, that, So that was the pen commandments. <laughs> no, I. by the way, you guys, Penn has a list in front of him. I'm sitting here kind of on an island solo, so I have no idea what's coming up next either. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm gaining new respect for Max because I don't really know uh, how to how to like keep calling these things up. This next one is uh, after the Pen Commandments. We're getting toward the end of the year. We're getting into the holidays. This one is just a quick sample from our live podcast, Aww. which we titled Oh Holder Night. And this is just the opening song. It was a combination of advice and fun and music. That fam that makes the cheesy videos. Your Aunt Kay loves us. Okay. But your husband and your kids think we're ridiculous. <laughs> he wrote he wrote this like four minutes ago. Hopefully you have got your wine and beer and you've had a chance to pee. Funny story, he used the wrong bathroom a second ago. Anyway. We should stop and talk about that. Right? <laughs> oh, we'll talk about it after. Right, Ashley? Okay, here we go. They had a moment. In the end, we'll learn about each other and how to make this work. But I'm probably gonna say something me look like a jerk. Yeah, that's why we have our counselor. So let's just start the Holderness podcast now. That was so good, baby. Good job. Guys, thank you so much for coming. Oh my gosh. I can't believe there are people there. I know. It was like the hearing the clapping. I'm like, holy crap, we did that. It was so much that fun. That was so much fun. So we did a live podcast early December. It was a crazy time of year. We kind of threw it together at the last minute. Not last minute, but it was in terms of live shows, it was kind of thrown together. It was at this really cute small venue. We definitely will do it again in the new year, but I think um, the kids want to be involved at some somehow, so we'll make it a family show. Yeah, they've made their way into the podcast space i think they like just to chill out and talk and say whatever whatever's on your mind yeah i'm thinking we'll do some you know music we'll show some videos we'll play some games and make it a family show if that's something you guys are down with uh let us know we're thinking in the spring yeah let's do it let's do it all right the next title is called pooping on a plane with david rendell who by the way may have been my favorite oh he's awesome this year uh we we live in a similar world of tallness 
hit it, David. You, at some point, you've had to poop. I don't know if that, if, I don't know if importance and long flights are directly related, but I like your style. Yeah. yeah. But you travel to help people out, and at yeah. some point, like, you're going to have a bran muffin or a cup yeah. of coffee, and you're going to have to deuce it out. No, you just so fast. Like, you fast before all You flights. never pooped on a plane? No, no, no. On the non-regional oh flights, God. you can sit down, you right? Until, Once you get on those international flights. On the international what flights, like a, they get bigger. So and, there wasn't like a non-regional that you got stuck oh my, on the runway. Please, You've never had to poop in a non-regional plane. Stop it! I don't. This think, is an important I, question. I don't think so. They're usually okay. short flights too. Usually yeah. you can lock it down. Might <laughs> <laughs> you some stress later, but you can lock it down for a little so while. So that's that's one of his his next uh, t-shirt. that's just going to say. And lock this is it down. why I got a doctor of management and organizational leadership, <laughs> right. so I could leave this kind of legacy, so that this is the so, kind of information I could share with the world. And, exactly. Right. And yeah. this is where we have a podcast because we ask the tough questions. <laughs> <laughs> Only 10 more minutes on poop talk. I know, <laughs> and then we're good. And, and oh, for the love. Yeah, David, David Rendell. Yeah, he, he talked all about like your freak factor. And I, that was a very impactful podcast as well because he talks all about, well, not just poop. That was Penn. But he talks all about like, let your kids be who they are, let them be weird. He talks about how he, if you, we have we had an issue where my daughter refused to like clean her room, clean whatever. She's like, he, he goes, let if she wants to pay her brother to clean her room, why does that matter? You know, it, why why if you don't enjoy cooking, outsource that, do some, make some more money somewhere else so you can outsource. Just do what you're good at. Do he and I went toe to toe in a couple things because yeah. I do think that our kids should learn how to clean their own room, but he lets his kids you know, do what they're good at, explore it in a way that I realized I needed to kind of like release control on yeah, some things. It was a non-lazy, laissez-faire attitude. It's, it, it, he believes that it actually helps. It, he, you know, you don't have to be great and perfect at everything. In fact, I think he said when you're in school, like you can get all C's in 1A and mm-hmm. you're fine because guess what you're going to do for a living? Exactly. The 1A. And I do think that, you're good that that is the problem with schools these days, but how they're me- kids are measured at, on these very specific things, whereas real life, it, there's no – I've not used my you know, <laughs> algebra training or you know, geometry or any science in what I do, but that's that was heavily into – what kind of college I can get into and all those things. Yeah. So like the measurements, we had, we had a good talk on that. I think we should give some context as to why we were talking about poop with this really important person who has a bunch of doctorates <laughs> and degrees. It's because when he does his speech, he sort of starts with this conversation about how when he's in an airplane, he's six foot five and there's nowhere. He's six foot eight. Six. He's six, six eight. Yeah, six five. Yeah, he's very tall. And um, he, so he doesn't have room to stand up when he's peeing and there's this arc above. And if you're tall, because it happens to me too, if you're wearing a hat, your hat comes right off um, because this, the ceiling is it's curved and it comes to meet you where you're trying to pee. And so he has to plaster, anchor his face into the air, airplane uh, wall in order to make it through going to the bathroom. And that served as a metaphor for the rest of his speech. And I don't remember why. <laughs> like, why was that well, a metaphor? Different, you yeah, know? I guess and, that's and what it was. And there's some things yeah. that some things that are really tough about being that tall. But guess what? Like, there, tall people are paid more. Tall people, like, yeah, the world is kind of made for tall people. But there's right. sometimes it just kind of sucks. Even that's what it was. Yeah. Okay. So kind of your free anyway, factor. So D- David was great, and he and another reason why he was one of my favorites was just because it made me seem like I might have sort of, kind of been a little bit right at one point. In my life. Okay, so we've got one. Guys, thank you so much for listening to our first compilation. We've got one more thing that Max has labeled that I don't I don't think you're going to like, Kim. Oh, God. It says all 50 clips at the same time. Oh, no. We don't need that. Let's give it a go. 
all 50 clips at the same time um, for 10 seconds. Can you do 10 seconds? Oh. You ready? Yeah. Here we go. Three, two, one. No, erase, stop it. No, that gave me like serious anxiety. Why are you laughing? Because that, like, it sounded like a cocktail party. Why did Max even do that? So I guess he just took the timeline and put all 50. Why, Max? Why did you do that? That was terrible. I think just to see how each of us would react to it. I have, I'm very um, sensitive to audio and auditory like i don't love the sound of people chewing yes i don't like it when things are too crazy loud like if the tv is on and somebody's playing a video game and somebody has an ipad and somebody's asking a question i get very yeah. overwhelmed there's a term for it misophonia yes. yeah misophonia. Um, and, and you haven't been clinically diagnosed with it but you are showing in your, in your well and it, it's, and it's like a kind of one of the symptoms of anxiety and all that so yeah. um it's a part of just the big old soup that's in my brain well i'm so glad that i could end the year by making me really anxious with, with 10 seconds of us talking all at the same time it has time. been a very um i know we started off this podcast by talking about what a dumpster fire 2019 had been there were some lows personally within our family that i don't need to go back to it really, I just, it's a testament just to what a cool guy you are that you got us through this. Oh, I didn't get us through anything. I just we got it through it together. Yeah, we got through it together. And, and this, this space, this podcast, you guys, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. This has been a, like a meditative time for us to like sit and really talk through things. And it, we're here by ourselves when we're doing this. But I always feel like you're with us, like the people who are listening. I feel like you're with us and we read as many comments as we can. And it means so much to have this different community from the community that watches the Christmas jammies. Like it's a different, more thoughtful, really uh, fantastic community. And we got to meet you in person about a month ago when we did this, uh, this live podcast. And y'all got us, y'all helped get us through this. I don't know how else to say it, but just... The people who have been part of this podcast community have helped us get through this year. Absolutely. So, so thank you. And we're really excited about this next year. We have, you know, some really fun things planned and we're just really excited to that we get to be a part of your lives. And yeah. yeah. So thank you for listening. And we are so excited about the new year. If there are podcast topics, if there are suggestions, if there's guests that are that you would love, just join our podcast group. It's the Holderness Family Podcast. Just search it out on Facebook. Join us and leave us a little note note about um suggestions topics we love to read those and we want to you know we want to be better people and chances are you do too so we love your suggestions 2020 is going to be a fun topic here we're going to find lots of things to talk about that aren't going to make you uh want to kill each other because it is politics (sighs) we're going to avoid it as much as we can and we're going to talk about communication and being better at being married to each other and how to love each other properly and ice cream (laughs) bye